Legalism is all unknown here. Zero accusers of the brethren. Hey! Total freedom, because he set us free. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Fighting the spirit sure is tough. <laughs> Holy Ghost. If you know his presence, you can grow in his presence and not be caught up in forms. You know? And then you can have your own individual style and have fun with the kingdom, have fun with Jesus, have fun with the angels, and just go wild in the glorious freedom of the Son of God. Go wild. Out of control. The control spirit, that's a serpent in the garden called religion. That is the most evil sin in the world, and there's nothing even close. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil only can produce religion, but the tree of life can only produce freedom, the glorious freedom of the Son of God. You know, that's the main reason why they murdered him, because of his freedom. They liked the information. A lot of Pharisees just lived off of information. Oh, I love that revelation, Jesus. That's cool stuff. But the freedom is what made them so infuriated that they had to say out loud, Rid the earth of him! Rid the world of him! He wasn't murdered because he had so much information. He was murdered because he had so much freedom. Darkness will always fight you if you stay free in the tree of life. If it's not fighting you, I guarantee you're not free. <laughs> when you get into freedom, you get persecuted for righteousness sake. Righteousness is Holy Ghost spirituality. Not to be confused with Oprah's spirituality. <laughs> but there is a new age! The Kingdom Age. It's coming forth. It really is. It's coming forth through the Christians who are the temples of the Holy Spirit. Who's in you? Whom you've received from God. You are not your own. You are bought with a high price. Therefore, honor God with your bottles. Bottles. That's absolutely true. Shaka. <laughs> honor God with your bottles. <laughs> oh my goodness. And beer is actually the Hebrew word for well. Beersheba. The well of God. Come on, somebody. Drink deep of the well of God. Drink beer, but make sure it's alcohol-free because, man, alcohol mess you up. Oh, my goodness. Alcohol, too much alcohol, always bring you into the demonic realm. Always bring you into the demonic. Nothing wrong with a cup of wine. Paul drank wine. Jesus he tells Timothy to drink wine. wine. Jesus drank wine. But a lot of Christians drink too much wine. <laughs> and he says, hey, don't stop drinking too much wine. Don't be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what's written. Amen. Oh, I know Christians that drink a bottle of wine a day. We shall demonstrate. Speaking in tongues, Christians, that's too much. I, got, I know a guy that drinks just a half a cup of scotch a day. He's like, just a, I don't like to be buzzed, I just like the flavor. You know, I start to get buzzed, I, I put it down. I'm like, man, that, that's a lot of self-control, dude. He's honoring God with his body. So, not too much scotch, just, just enough to get a little flavor. Holy Spirit, whatever. 
I ain't gonna touch this stuff. We're into the Holy Ghost, cause there ain't no high like a Holy Ghost high. It's true. He has saved the best wine for last, and our cups overflow with the new wine. We are in our new wineskins, which is our glorified personalities. 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creature altogether. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. That's the new wineskin. Living in the new creature in Christ's nature called your regenerated spirit life. <laughs> your regenerated spirit life has no cap to how much the Holy Ghost can flow through it. The old wineskin of the human body and the brain and the flesh and just religion that just breaks, doesn't it? Don't pour the new wine into the old wineskins. It will burst through. That's why they can't control the wine, so they kick it out of the church. You know, not too much joy. Just enough that we can control you. And, you know, we're like, oh, we have good churches. Test the church to see if it's a good church by how they treat the new wine. See if they got their new wineskins. I doubt it. You know, but I'd love to be pleasantly surprised. Please threaten us with a good time. Nothing greater than new wine revival because it's here to stay, guys. New wine revival. It is so real. The power of the Holy Spirit is the power of the new covenant. It's the power of salvation. It's the power of the joy of the Lord, our strength, our power. It's just a matter of how powerful do you want to get in the Holy Ghost and rid your life of religion, rebellion, everything that kills, steals, and destroys, people wasting so much time playing games in the sand, which is the natural world. When we are spirit beings, born again, if anyone's in the Lord, they are one spirit with the Lord, it is written. That's our regenerated spirit life. Join to the Holy Ghost as one spirit being in Christ. Now it's time to grow that seed of salvation, for we have all been born of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God. And guess what? That seed, it says in Scripture, cannot sin. Now everything else in us that's not of that seed, it sins all the time. That's why we need abundant grace. No one will overcome the world except by great grace. No one's getting credit for this whole thing except Jesus Christ. If we're great in the kingdom, it's just because we've laid our life down for the full possession of Him and none of us. So they can't even see us anymore. They're just seeing the seven spirits of God through us. Like a menorah of Shekinah glory. God the Father says, I'm bringing forth extreme glory. We need it too because Satan's using extreme deception out there. You look at the deception, it's like, man, what kind of weird stuff are these people believing in? And I mean, I'm into weird stuff if it's like seraphim, cherubim, and wonderful four-faced men of heavenly Jerusalem. I love that kind of weirdness. You know, that's the, the Holy Ghost weirdness. But this other weirdness is like Babylon. People are into all kinds of strange teachings. You know? And you can always test the, the teaching, always test the Spirit to see the fruits of the Spirit, to see if it produces any life, you know? Because every word you hear will bear fruit because every word you hear is seed. 
from either the tree of life in the garden or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil in the garden. All seeds of all words in the earth, in the entire world, are from the seeds of the only two trees that have ever been in the garden. Only two trees, only two kingdoms, only two sources for every single word you entertain in your lives. So he says that he will send his angels to remove everything of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil from our lives. And that's the great sanctification taking place right now in Christianity. The wheat and the tares have grown up side by side in all kinds of churches. You know, you've had people faithful to the Holy Ghost and you've had people just go into church chasing girls. Seriously. You've had people go into church just for business connections to make money. I mean, you've had wheat and weeds side by side in all kinds of evangelical churches of a hundred million people in America. And the angels, the workers of the new covenant, are weeding them out. And you can tell the wheat from the weeds because the wheat bow, don't they, at the Lord of the harvest? Because the glory is so strong, they get intoxicated on the glory. They feel the glory. They're sensitive to His presence. They love and worship His presence. They honor His presence. The weeds, the rotten fruit, they don't even feel anything. They're just rotten. And they blaspheme and they bite the glory and they bite at one another and they attack the light of Jesus. They're all blasphemers. They have no honor or reverence for the presence of God. They're everywhere. I mean, even during the broadcast tonight, there's all kinds of nasty weeds calling us names and saying all kinds of horrible things in the broadcast. It's been like this every day for nine years. And these are people, a lot of them, that speak in tongues. And that is with no reverence and no sensitivity to the presence or the power or the glory of God, just say, that's the devil. That's the sin of blasphemy. And God the Father told me, these irreverent weed Christians everywhere that are fighting the glory presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, that are fighting His goodness and fighting His joy and fighting the new wine, they're fighting the glory of God. That's actually what removes them so fast from the earth. It's not easy kicking against the pricks, Saul of Tarsus. Saul represents the entire religious system that fights the king of glory that came and blinded him for three days because that's the bright and morning star. That's the light of the world. That's the leader of Christianity. And Saul's going around in his own strength persecuting the real God. And the religious spirit always does that, guys. Is this a small problem? This is the main problem in America holding back the Great Awakening. Babylon the Great is the city of the great red dragon, the false prophet, and the beast, which is everything religious of the human brain. And until it's dealt with, you'll never have a Great Awakening. And it's not going to take another 2,000 years. We've already had 2,000 years with the fullness of the Holy Ghost with the perfect new covenant. I think it's just going to take a few years for everyone to come in that's going to come in. God's doing an accelerated work and doing this work so long with so many people 
The hardest hearts I've ever seen are in first world nations. The third world nations, blessed are the poor for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, they eat this up. They have nothing to lose. They love the kingdom. We've been ministering through the internet into the Philippines and into Russia and into... I don't even know if they... How do they understand us? Who knows? We have people in Germany that don't even speak English and just bask in the glory of God in our broadcast. Don't understand a single word I'm saying. Just feel the glory of God and drink it in. Then speak in German with their own explanations. That's wonderful. You know, Google translate it. Who cares? It's about the glory of God. <laughs> Holy Spirit. True story. Majorly hitting India. I've never seen... I mean, we have hit 100,000 Indians this week. These people love the presence and the glory of God. They're eating it up. But in America, their hearts are so hardened towards the glory of God because they have so much material wealth. They have so much invested in Babylon. The people that don't have much, blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, the Bible says. And I'm seeing it firsthand. I've never seen that verse demonstrated or unfolded before like this. I'm telling you, the hardest hearts I've ever seen are in the USA. <laughs> because they're so rich. They have so much. The healthy don't need a doctor. It is written. And I know there's some mighty people here that whoo, really went against the flow of Babylon the Great in America. Really went against the world system and just the successes of being a human being and being a successful university graduate and going out and just doing human things. We can't be successful in Christianity in our human nature. The human nature is what wars against the Christ nature. The human nature is our old nature. It's the old sinful man. It's been crucified with Christ. It no longer lives. The life we now live is the life of Jesus Christ, the divine life, the Zoe life pouring through us. That's the only acceptable energy that we should ever run on every day. That's not extreme. That's normal Christianity. Every single Christian runs on the same Holy Spirit energy called the river of life. Outside the river of life, there is no life in this world. The Holy Spirit has always been the source and author of all life on planet Earth in every generation since Adam. And He always will be. And I believe that a lot of people will wake up to being Holy Spirit-only Christians and serving Him with all of their hearts and serving Him with all of their minds with no compromise. Not going after money, but going after the Holy Spirit. We see so many rich people every day in Minneapolis, and I've traveled everywhere in North America. We see so many rich people. Their souls are so dead. You can tell people that have served money because they have had to trade their soul life for material possessions. The fallen angels require it. You are only successful in Babylon by the sacrifice of your human souls, and the demons just eat them up. Like every single rich person. And it's like the richer they are, and with Babylonian goods, the deader their souls are. So you get to the top of the mountains of this world system, like the Bible talks about over and over, seven mountains, 
the whore of Babylon sits on with the scarlet beast that is written in the scriptures. All those people, they have the deadest souls. They're filled with thousands of demons. Hundreds of demons. And there's just no life in their souls. But they have all the wealth of Babylon. <laughs> does this remind you of the exodus of Israel? It does me. This looks just like the old exodus. It looks like these people who are so deceived, who have traded everything of all the life of their souls for material possessions, are in all the high places of the world. And their souls are like pure wood, hay, and stubble. And now the people that have traded everything in their lives to be filled with the Holy Spirit of the living God are going to take the promised land called the nations. Seven nations in Canaan, seven continents of planet Earth in this global exodus. It's time for the bride of Christ to take her inheritance, to take her promised land. Ask and I'll give the nations as your inheritance, it is written. It is no small matter to God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the entire purpose that the Holy Spirit's been sent into the world. To take back what He stole from us in the fall. Which is the entire planet, guys. And guess what? What is the great red dragon? Satan and his angels and the world system of Babylon that works within all human brains and all human flesh and everyone deceived in starlight. What is that system to the seven spirits of God? It's nothing. It's To him who wrote the scriptures, the Holy Ghost, it looks like hay. It looks like bales of hay. Like the prophets of bales of hay. And it's just ready to be incinerated. <laughs> Seven blazing torches upon all these bales of hay. Because that's what everyone is in their own brains. And listen, I love the rich, I love the poor, it makes no difference to me. Everyone's the same, they're all souls. A lot of rich people get born again. A lot of rich people get forgiven. A lot of poor people get born again. A lot of poor people get forgiven. Something God showed me last week is the poor, a lot of them are just as much filled with money in their hearts. They just don't have any. <laughs> but they're always thinking about it. How they can get some. You hear about it in the ghetto. I've been in the ghetto for so long. It's, that's all they talk about is money. But they don't have any. And, and so it's like they're just as filled with money as the people that actually have money. It's like carrot on a stick, pie in the sky. Oh, it's horrible, this slave system of Babylon the Great. It's like a big matrix. I know that's why that movie was made. Because that's exactly how Babylon the Great is. It's a matrix constructed of lies. Everything you've ever known is a lie, except the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. The Spirit of Truth is the only real thing in your life. Everything based on the world system, based on the nations, based on the governments, based on the economies, it's all fake. It's all wood, hay, and stubble. All of it. It will all burn because we will only have on earth as it is in heaven, guaranteed as it's written. <laughs> Everything that's not in heavenly Jerusalem will burn. And it's going to burn. And the fire of God is being released through the sons of God manifesting the menorah of the seven blazing torches.
God the Father set this thing up for a global exodus and he will burn the Canaanites. He will burn and destroy the seven mountains. As it's written, the mountains shall melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord of all the earth. You know what his presence is in the book of Revelation? Seven blazing torches. The torches represent his presence. Seven is perfection, the fullness of his presence. And in the fullness of his presence is fullness of joy. Another verse. Amen? So you can tell the people walking in the presence by the laughter and the joy, the consistent, sincere laughter, which is always the fruit of genuine understanding of the seven spirits of God working by grace through their hearts and minds. There's no cap to it, and it's a spiritual thing. <laughs> and it is getting real sassy. I see so many people just really repenting and getting into the glory. A lot of people have misunderstood everything because they've been trying to understand everything in their brain. And to all those suffering perse persecution from friends and family members, which is like pretty much every single person here and every single person watching, because <laughs> you're going to get misunderstood. That's just the brain trying to figure out the spirit. The brain can't figure out the spirit. It's a totally different world. A fallen world trying to figure out heavenly Jerusalem. The Bible says clearly in Romans it's impossible. The brain nature, the carnal nature, the flesh nature can never understand the things of the Spirit. That's why you have to be born again so you have the Spirit of God working in your heart and then you get transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now you have the mind of the Spirit. And the mind of the Spirit's at peace with God and understands all the ways and words of God. And you can grow infinite in the Spirit. And you can grow infinite in understanding through all your mind and through all your hearts. And that's what God wants you to do. To demonstrate the no-cap, infinite possibilities of spiritual growth by the seven spirits of God through your hearts and minds. I see the favor of the seven spirits of God upon the nations for the great awakening of the great harvest of the end times. I see it. Beaming light. Favor is the beaming Shekinah light. Undeserved. We haven't done anything except just received every good and perfect gift that comes down from the Father of heavenly lights in whom there is no shadows. <laughs> it's every good and perfect gift. You just have to learn to be totally dependent on the living Father and zero yourself. No one is self-sufficient. We are all codependent. And it's humiliating to pride, but it's the truth anyhow. Being dependent on your natural energy is actually dependence upon Satan and his angels. True. Apart from me, you can do nothing, it is written. Amen. So, when you're in him, you can do everything by the dunamis that works in you. Like it says in Scripture, He is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all you can expect, imagine, or pray for by that energy, which is dunamis, that works in you. It's in the Amplified. <laughs> Amen. And we have the dunamis. We have the resurrection power of the Spirit of Holiness. And you know we're in love with God because we always stop sinning in any area exposed of darkness in our life. Always going from glory to glory. Why are we going from glory to glory? It's because the greater glory exposes every bit of darkness until we're without spot and wrinkle 
like a perfect, pure bride of Christ we were created to be, wearing our marriage clothes so that we can go into the marriage supper of the Lamb, which is living inside heavenly Jerusalem on earth as it is in heaven. We've entered through the pearl gates. Every single person born again is to enter the pearly gates with all their souls glorified. Salvation is an unfolding revelation of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. No one is ever meant to stay embryonic in seed form. That was all Satan's plans to keep the Christians immature. Never develop that incorruptible seed of the Word of God. Keep it in seed form. Because if it's developed, it will take over the world and destroy all the works of the devil and all the economies and governments of the world will bow to the government of God. For of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Jesus Christ is king. And the living God paid his body in blood at Golgotha, Skull Hill, Jerusalem 2,000 years ago to buy all this real estate, all these stars and all these sands back from the devil. And I think since he died, he's going to get what he died for. Otherwise, he died in vain. <laughs> Don't you realize that's what Jesus was doing? Purchasing back the world from Satan? Unless the lamb is slain, there's no forgiveness of sins. Adam and Eve sinned. We needed the lamb to be slain. And then through the slain lamb comes the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth, Revelation 5-6. To restore all things back to God the Father through Jesus Christ. Through all nations, all tribes, all tongues. Who have the same gift of grace. And we've had it 2,000 years, and it's time to show it off, called the Great Holy Ghost. And that's all we've ever needed. It's just, really, is that all we need, the Holy Spirit? Maybe there's got to be some more than that. That's so simplistic. That's so elementary. Isn't there some mystical equation I can get into to ascend mentally? No. It's all the Holy Spirit. Born and raised of the Holy Spirit, in the exact same likeness as Jesus Christ, our older brother, firstborn amongst many brothers and sisters. Hebrews chapter 2, that's what's written. The firstborn of all creation. The firstborn of the army of the Lord. The leader of heaven's armies. The leader of the saints. The leader who rides the white horse in Revelation 19 with an army of riders of the white horse. Every single one riding a white horse. What does that mean? Every single one carried and controlled by the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> there comes a place in spiritual growth where you're not just crawling like babies in nursery, but you reach full spiritual stature and you're riding with the cloud of witnesses, with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords, and His banner over this army is love. For the glory of God and the fire of God and all the greatest things of God is His love that's stronger than death and His love now that will drive out all fears. For it's by fears that Satan has kept the, the nations bound up. Fear of not having enough money. Fear of missing my relationship and finding my spouse. All these weird fears and paranoias. You can trust the seven spirits of God sent through the slain lamb. 
to fulfill you in every single heart's desire if you obey the Holy Spirit. And if you obey the Holy Spirit, you will go from glory to glory. And anytime you disobey and you start to see bad fruit in your life, just simply repent, plead the blood. Man, it's not that way, guys. Don't go that way. To the left and to the right is religion and rebellion. Never get into pride. Never get into lust. And then stop eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil entirely. Get it out of your diet. Get into the roots of David and the bright morning star and a river of life running through you. And you will bear so much fruit that people come around to me like, you must have the real gospel. Your teachings must be correct because there is so much Holy Spirit fruit on your tree of life. Your soul is like just so much joy. And that's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And you have learned to love one another as He's loved us. And they will see your good works and glorify your Father in Heaven. Ooh. Amen? <laughs> it's a commandment to let your light so shine. <laughs> How are we shining and what kind of light? That's the extreme glory. The Shekinah of the seven spirits of God. There's no cap to it. We will shine ever brighter to the full dawn of day. There is no cap. This is infinite glory. It's extreme glory because we come out of so much darkness. We actually raise our tolerance up just like you would if you were in the demonic counterfeit in alcohol. You get a greater tolerance. But in the glory, you go from glory to glory. You get more and more radiant, more and more filled with splendor and Shekinah. And the light of Jesus, the light of the Lamb shines through you. And you have a higher tolerance where you can be closer to the throne in all your mind. A lot of people in outer darkness reject the light because it's like, ah, it hurts me. Yeah, it's actually will totally strip you of your human nature. So that all that's left is your 2 Corinthians 5.17 born-again nature, which is 100% spiritual. 100% angelic. Amen. Except we have bodies, and so we're not angels. We're called living beings. Yep. Living beings with living souls. No longer dead souls full of the darkness of Satan and his angels and religion and rebellion and lies. But now living beings full of the seven spirits of God in all our hearts and all our souls. You are born again ever-living beings. Where's that verse? God breathed into Adam's nostrils and he became a living being. Adam was not a human being. Jesus wasn't a human being. Jesus was a living being. It's different because one runs on glory, the other runs on star fusion, the energy of the stars, of the dragon's fill. One's a fallen being that dies. Obviously, Jesus Christ is the resurrection and the life. And our salvation is based on the power of an indestructible life. The stars are destructible. Our salvation is not based on this universe, but based on the glory and the throne and the light of God the Father. Indestructible. The only thing indestructible in the world is God. Good thing we're the body of God. Amen? And the best thing you could ever do with your life is become a friend of God. Amen? I pray that for every single one of you and that the grace 
and the favor and the peace of the seven spirits of God would shine through your souls in such glory, in such power, that everything ailing you, every assignment of Satan would leave you, and every breakthrough and every good and perfect gift would shower you. As it's written in Ezekiel, let showers of blessings shower you this season by the seven spirits of God and all of the glory and splendor of Jesus Christ and the favor, which is the Shekinah light of God, beaming through your souls, bless you and bring every single breakthrough for your destinies to be fulfilled so that all of the desires of your heart are yes and amen by the resurrection life of Jesus shining through you. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you want to support this ministry, you can donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.